Hello and welcome to the First Book Podcast, India's first and only podcast dedicated to helping first-time authors. In this podcast series, we have conversations with best-selling authors and business leaders to understand how they successfully cracked their first book. This conversation helps us to get a sneak peek into their journey as an author. This podcast is done in association with Notion Press, one of India's largest publishing ecosystems. In this episode, we have an interesting conversation with Alcatraz Day, who is a writer, novelist, blogger, editor and a poet. He writes thrillers with an element of mystery and real facts. In addition to mystery novels, he has released a collection of short stories. Alcatraz is a spin name inspired by the protagonist in his favorite game series Crisis. He blogs as well and has written for various companies as a brand consultant. Let's now listen to the conversation with Alcatraz Day. Alcatraz, it's such a pleasure to have you on the first book podcast. Thank you. Same, same, Alcatraz. So, one of the first things that I read your profile and I was going through the books that you authored is the fact that one you're using a, a pen name, Alcatraz. So, my first question is, why a pen name and why did you choose Alcatraz? Okay, so when I had first completed my trip for the Serpent Dance Clause, and uh, I was asking people to do beta readers. So, the first impression everyone gave me was the setting for the trip was a thriller on an international level, which tells its religion and its non practices. So, my original name is Kishore. And uh, I don't know, somehow I said that my name as, as a Kishore would not know when the proper bells would be reader and they read it. Or the kind of theme I'm trying to portray. And at the same point of time, I was doing a lot of research in religion and all the serious things in the world. I came across this prison, which is in the United States, called Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. And the particular thing about this prison was it was basically made on an island near California. For mo- the most notorious criminals, mm. so that they could never escape it. Mm. So there were only two guys who could ever escape it, but they drowned before they reached the shores. Mm. So this island has this notoriety that no one could escape it. Mm. And I like that notion very much. Like someone is reading my books, it's a thriller. They can't escape the grip that I'm having on them. Like my, uh, the thrill factor is so much that until and unless I finish the book, we cannot keep it down. So it was quite kind of symbolic. So I didn't know it the name. And I wanted a pen name because I thought it was cool to have a pen name rather than actually using my name because I was inspired by Ashwin Sandhi who initially using his pen name Sean Evans. Mm-hmm. So that was also one of the reasons. So that's why I went ahead and chose Alcatraz. Beautiful. I absolutely love the analogy. Just like how no prisoner can escape from Alcatraz and nobody should be able to put your book down until they finish. That is fantastic. Now, you focus yourself around writing thrillers and mystery novels. Is that a reason why you chose this genre? No. Okay, let me be very honest and tell you how I started writing. Sure. Okay. So, I was in the Indian Network I Department. Mm-hmm. And, um, after almost six to seven months of severe depression, I came out of it and I was court martialed. Mm-hmm. At that point of time, I needed a particular medium to vent off my frustration and come out of that depression. Mm-hmm. So initially, I thought I would 
write my own story and make the world know what I am, what I say, what I'm trying to do. But when I started writing it, I realized that maybe I would not be able to do justice to it. So if you read the Turpentine Stories, the initial two, three chapters are about my initial love life. But then later I realized that we should be made better because I have seen a lot of similar business markets where people tell their own stories and how they ruined everything and the came out. I didn't want it to be a coming of age story. Then one fine day, I was in prison break, very popular English show, and I loved the fact that I could not stop watching the entire season. Like, I had to watch every single episode before the season finished, and within two days, I watched around 24 episodes. Mm. I went sleepless. Mm. And I wanted that element in mind. Mm. That is where exactly I wanted to write a thriller, which would hold the reader's attention till the end. So that was the main purpose. That's beautiful. You know, I, as part of this podcast series, uh, I have conversations with multiple people, multiple authors in different genres. Now, you clearly specialize in literary thrillers. So, for people who are listening to this podcast, having vision and aspiration of writing a literary thriller novel, what would be your advice to them? Can you, from your experience, uh, tell them about your know, writing format and about some tips and tricks that they should keep in mind? Okay, uh, so the first thing that I learned is as a thriller writer, even as a novelist, if you want to be a successful novelist, you need to have multiple drafts of your stories. Mm. Okay, so then once you write the first draft, you might yourself think that this is the best I've ever written. Don't believe in yourself. Take advice. Make sure many people read it. So what I usually do is, the, on my writing table, I have a huge flowchart. Uh, Suppose if I have three to four characters, so thriller is all about giving unexpected twists, unexpected turns. So what you need to do is in that particular flowchart, suppose there is an event A, so to that event there will be three more events related. So what I try to do is I just write about the two events. I will not write about the third event, but I keep giving hints to something will happen, something will happen, or there is one character who are not shown now. And in the end, again I'll show that character. So, suppose a murder has happened mm. and the police are trying to investigate how the murder happened, how the murder happened. They keep, you know, mm. I keep learning that particular part for a bit so that the suspense brings up. Mm. And in the end, what I'll do is, I will probably show that the murder never happened. Oh. And now comes the justification part. When you give a twist and a turn in your story, you need to justify it in a way that it sounds logical. Mm. That is the main aspect of any thriller. If you read any good thriller, say by Jeffrey uh, Archer, Stephen King, or even Dan Brown, when mm. you give you a particular twist, the justification has to be there. Mm. Now comes the most important part. That justification you have to fill in going in reverse. Mm. So now, if I have given you a 500 word story, and from the beginning, I'm not telling you what has happened, and I give you a twist, you need to go back and write the draft again to justify it logically. Correct. I hope you're getting that point. Yes, yes. So I'm very curious to know, one, it's a brilliant logic, and you also explained it very lucidly. I'm very curious to know, how did you learn all these? You know, did you attend a course in, in thriller writing or did you just read a lot of novels and then 
consciously take note of how the turns happen and then you implement in your own writing very curious now. It is more to do with the kind of books that I read in my life. Okay. I'm usually inspired by Stephen King. I believe he is like my guru. Okay. I admire him to the core. Then Jeffrey Archer, of course. Okay. Even when I had come to Bangalore, I had come on for his book launch. I personally gone to meet him. Okay. I got the opportunity to meet him in the free group. And he gave him my book. And he said, I will never read it. Because I don't like reading other, other, other authors. The only author I read is And probably people will think it's very arrogant. But he told me that if you start reading others after a certain point of time, when you become a writer, you get influenced by that. So stick to your way. So what method I have told you is I have learned through new trial and error. The first draft which I wrote, for me it was not that exciting. So when again I went back, I started justifying each thing. And they were testing me and then again went back. So for something like this, there was all, uh, almost 8 to 9 drafts which happened. And then the story was so huge that I had to put it into one. Mm-hmm. So some people believe it was because of commercial, the commercial strategy that I made too fast. Mm-hmm. But actually it was, there were so many justifications that I had to get. Because it's based in religion and it's a political thriller. Mm-hmm. But there were so many justifications I had to get. So if you read, uh, you get a chance to read it, 70% of the logic has been justified. And the rest 30% has been left the second book. Mm-hmm. This is all through trial and error method. And of course, I am purely inspired by good genuine writers who I believe very good things. Got it. So, one of the things that really struck me in your previous answer was your emphasis on rewriting your draft. And you mentioned eight or nine times. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things that really affects first-time writers is what I call as the writer's fatigue. Uh, it takes an enormous amount of physical effort and mental effort even to just finish the first draft. And by the time you finish the first draft, you are so done with it and you want to just, you know, get the book out somehow because you... So, how does one go back and then rewrite the entire draft in some cases multiple times? And what would be your advice? There are two things to remember in this. First is you need to realize that every day hundreds of books take bookshelves. Mm-hmm. And most of them don't even last more than a week, sometimes even two to three days. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you want to stand out as a new writer, you have to do something different. Mm-hmm. So that should be the motivation initially. And mm-hmm. then I was writing the only motivation that I had that I did not want to fade away as some writer who wrote one book and just vanished. That will have to be that important. Secondly, what you need to understand is quality takes time. Right. You can write 70,000 words in one week. The quantity might be there, but if the quality is not good, uh, then not going to make an impact. The, 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 the thought of the mind and was, see, I'm a new author. Mm. And probably 200 or 300 readers are going to read this. Mm. My expectations are not, not, were not too very high. So I wanted those 300 guys to appreciate the fact this guy has written a good book. Mm-hmm. So I know when I write the next book, out of the 300, at least 200 guys are going to read my next book. Mm-hmm. Because they are already, you know, they, they already like my writing. So that was, these were the two points. I think these are the two points that you tell every new author also. Mm-hmm. If you want to just write a book and hold it, I understand that feeling. When an author holds his first paperback in his hand, it's amazing, it's beautiful. Nothing can be. Sure. So if 
senior name on a paper bag. It's beautiful. Mm. But you should not be in a hurry to do that. Quantity mm. takes time. So the more patient you are, the more you know, hardworking and dedicated you are towards your art. Because at the end it's an art. Mm. And art and quality takes time. Mm. And obviously, you have to stand out. Otherwise, there's no point in, there's no point in writing a novel. Because thousands of people write every single week and you don't even remember half of So you need to stand out. You need to dedicate yourself to it. True. Very true. Which brings me to the next question, Alcatraz, which is, you know, a lot of people are, they start comparing with well-established authors. So, for example, oh my God, Jeffrey Archer has written this. Oh my God, Stephen King has written this. Who am I to write another mystery novel? Or who would even bother to come and read my book when there are so many other better authors out there to read? So, many of the wannabe authors have the severe self-doubt inside them, they actually flop themselves out of out of this entire dream. So, how would you inspire them to get out of that and to come out on their own? So, the first question you need to ask themselves is, why are they writing in the first place? Mm-hmm. Most of the new authors, they think writing a book is more about commercial success. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, India, this is the to be very honest. People think that writing a book and becoming a bestseller, it's more to writing than that. Mm. Writing is more of, you know, a portraying and displaying yourself in your story. Mm. What are your actual thoughts? If you ever see any good novel, there will always be traits of the author in a character or two characters. Mm. So if you read Dan Brown, Robert Landon is always, you know, inspired by the Amazon research. The traits are always there. And when you say that people underestimate themselves, just the author of this, how can I write a better novel? If other authors, like, say even Ashwin Khan, you have nothing eight to nine years back. Mm. I mean, no million. Rosetta Line, when he published it, I think it was a huge inspiration for all, especially mystery writers in India. When he published Rosetta Line, nobody even knew it. Mm-hmm. But he still wrote it, and he still wrote Krishna Ji. Mm-hmm. And we all know what happened after that. Mm-hmm. So, as I said before, if you believe in your art, and if you are able to dedicate time and pick up quality, maybe you will not be able to match your Jeffrey Archer or the Stephen King, but you still rise to that. Mm-hmm. And that itself, that satisfaction itself that you are able to rise is more than being a conscious. So, people need to actually balance between being a commercial success and being true to their art. That that is the key. Got it. That's that's an excellent answer. Uh, Last couple of questions, Alex. How do we get people to know you? A fresh author, a new name that nobody knows. How does a new author establish himself or herself? There has to be a USP for you. See, uh, it's like there was this line that which I read in Delhi Book Fair. One of the better publishers told me. She told me that if you will get a girl in darkness, she will never know that you're making it. Mm. So if you're writing a book and you're not marketing it, so nobody will know that you have written a book. Mm. So my USP which I used strategically was, first I used a pen name which is very mysterious. Mm. People were curious. Mm. Oh, I'll be proud. I'll be proud. And I never showed my face until one year ago. Mm. So I was a mystery man. Mm. 
that was my industry, my way of marketing. And I did a lot of, you know, uh, riddles for promoting my book. Mm-hmm. And you need to interact with your readers. Mm-hmm. See, as a new author, even if you have a reader base of 1,000 people, mm-hmm. if you are beginning to reach that reader base, mm-hmm. you need to interact with those 1,000 people every day. Mm-hmm. It might be on Facebook, mm-hmm. it might be on Quora, mm-hmm. or it might be on Twitter or Instagram, wherever. Wherever mm-hmm. is a suitable social media platform. Mm-hmm. You need to interact with every one of them in innovative ways. Mm-hmm. So what most of the writers these days do is they write short stories in a picture format. And they keep posting it again and again. Somebody like, say, Ketan Bhagat, he keeps commenting his views on general national trends or topics. Somebody like, say, Dilber Dutta, he does a lot of, uh, you know, book launches and all. And he, he has his own uh, blog where he uh, tells people about true love stories. That's related to his job. So you have to be unique. I, again, understand that marketing your book takes time and a little bit of capital. Mm. The saving of that capital is very important. Writing a book is only 30 to 40 percent. Mm. What can make a book sell in today's world is pure innovative marketing. That's all you offer need to understand very Beautiful. That's a good answer. Final question, what are your future plans and what's your big hairy audition goal? Okay, I'll tell you what my audition goal I keep discussing this with everyone. I want to write 15 hours before I die. Five zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I am on the third one right now. Mm-hmm. So fifteen. I think I should be able to write it. Mm-hmm. Future plans as of now. Apart from writing novels, I write regularly on Quora, mm-hmm. and I have become quite popular there. So most of the Indian community on Quora knows me as I said. Mm-hmm. So and along with that, as I told you, when I came out of school, I was in depression, mm-hmm. and trying to help out youngsters come out of depression. Besides talking to them, mm. I give a lot of lectures in colleges, in fact, mm. throughout India. That is one of my ongoing journey now, as of now. Mm. I am working on three courses. The first one is the second part of the second hand mm-hmm. And uh, the next one is a publisher has, has asked me to write my own autobiography. Mm-hmm. So I am working on that. And third, this was a long-term novel which I've been working on called The Satan's Year that is also ongoing. And uh, apart from that, I have started a YouTube channel. So let's see how those things are going. But I'm really dedicated to writing 24-7 till I That's wow. the only way That's remarkable. That's remarkable. I know I told you this was the last question, but I have to ask this question. How do you manage to, to pursue these three book projects that you said. Now, sometimes writing three book projects, or writing one book itself can be challenging, and you're pursuing three different books can be even more. So, what's your strategy? Well, people often ask me, how to deal with writer's block? Hmm. So, very pertinent uh, question without me, master. how to deal with writer's block. I tell them one thing, see if you're passionate about writing, hmm. and in your mind, you are creative, you never have a writer's book. Hmm. So even say even when I'm say driving from my home to my office on my bike, I keep thinking about the story. Mm-hmm. That's what keeps going on in my mind. Whenever I'm idle, I keep thinking about the story. Mm-hmm. So the moment I get time, ten minutes, either I move from the sponge or I'll draft that story. Mm-hmm. And the best part about working on multiple projects is you can easily get fatigued out 
on one foot. Okay. I will get bored after a time. Okay. So you have your to shift your attention to a new study. Okay. So that gives your attention standard. Excellent. Fantastic. So, Arkadar, thank you so much for taking the time out. It's been an absolutely wonderful conversation. Pleasure is all mine, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. You were listening to The Conversation with Alcatraz Day, a novelist and writer who loves mystery. I hope you learned something useful from this podcast. To listen to the rest of the episodes with other best-selling authors, please visit notionpress.com slash podcast. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, take care and bye-bye.